Hey, 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 it is your girl Mimi with the Coffee with Girls podcast. I just want to come on here to share with you guys. I have a very special episode with an amazing couple, Jeremy and Cheryl Sanders. And I just want to give you guys a little heads up. The audio is going to be a little off, but the message is amazing. So definitely tune in and it's coming up next. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? It is your girl Mimi. I am glad to be back, and I have a special treat for you guys. I would like to introduce you to... Go ahead, guys. Hey, so I'm Jeremy from Food for One. And I'm Sherelle from Sedulously Fit. I met this wonderful couple at the gym that I attend, and I just felt like I needed to have them on to give us some tips and share some of their stories. So I see you guys as Instagram, and you guys have lost a lot of weight. So how did this happen? Give me a little backstory on, into your own story. So for me, this is Sherelle. I started um, off weighing somewhere around 200, over 200 pounds. Um, I had just been diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Oh wow. This was in 2014 actually. And I basically decided I have to do something about this. I need to get my health under control. Mm. And I didn't really know how to start, but I just went ahead and just dived right in. And so it actually took me quite a while to get to where I am right now. Um, from 2014 till about 2017, I, it took me all that time to lose uh, about over 70 pounds. I lost over 72 pounds. Oh, wow. Hypothyroidism is, is a disease that affects your thyroid, which causes weight loss to be extremely difficult. Okay. And, also causes you to gain weight quite easily. So I had to figure out what to eat, what type of diet I could, you know, work that works best for me. And I found the ketogenic diet was the best um, type of diet and eating style that really worked best for me. And then on top of that, I also got into CrossFit. So I was doing that for the last two years, and now I'm into weightlifting and bodybuilding. So I've kind of transitioned into that. But you know, that's my weight loss story and how I got to where I am right now. What about you? Uh, for me, uh, so for like four years, I was saying that I was going to have a six pack. <laughs> and literally, I had like a belly, like a belly. Uh, and I was always trying to find ways on like what to eat and how to eat. Like I was really trying to figure that out. And then um, I just like, man, I'm going to just try to keep trying to figure it out because I always try to like if I eat this this should be healthy mm. and then I found that I had sweets in it but I thought some were fine and I used to have the wrong kind of diet I was mm. eating that all the time and then I started uh, training with my man Chelsea from uh, right now for the flex okay. and um, at that point we started he started training me and then I started getting some advice from him about the way he do his process mm. I took from that and I created my own kind of way of dieting but that's when I really learned that it's not how much you work out it's more so mm. how you eat it's 80% what you eat 10% of what you work out okay. and people do the opposite they usually do 80% of how they work out 10% of how they mm-hmm. eat so they get a few results it's never they they never can really achieve mm. or really be able to make their goals become tangible so uh, yeah that's basically what I did I started eating clean of course me being in the kitchen and being, being always cooking on the line or being shelf. Hmm. I taste food, uh, but when I was able to really start learning what to eat, 
some food I would taste and just spit it out. I wouldn't try it. Like, Trial and error? Yeah, like, it wasn't going to be good for my body to, put, to try to make my goals as far as fitness. So, yeah, that's kind of like my life. That's kind of my journey towards it. Okay. So, the disease, what triggered you to get that check? Was that a physical? Like, how did you yeah, finally so, have that issue? Um, hypothyroidism comes with multiple symptoms. And one of the first things you notice is the weight gain. But mm. um, what accompanies that is, like, I had hair loss. Mm. I had trouble just thinking clearly and being able to focus you have memory loss uh, i might be doing one activity and, I can, and then i want to go to the next thing and i can't remember what it was i was going to go do like literally you just have brain fog is what it's called okay uh, on top of that you have uh, issues like with fatigue you're really tired all the time like you may have slept eight hours and you wake up and feel like you didn't sleep at all so it was just a bunch of different things that accompany the weight gain and it was like chronic weight gain like it just never let up even if you cut out sweets cut out you know carbohydrates nothing helped with it so you um what's interesting about hypothyroidism is that hundreds of thousands of people have it and they don't even realize they have it because mm. it's really overlooked as far as um doctors offices they don't really test for it unless the person comes and says you know i feel like i'm having these symptoms and they say okay well, we can do a test and there's a simple test uh you check your tsh level so if you seem like you might be having some of these symptoms and know that it's actually men and women that can both have hypothyroidism mm. go to your doctor and ask for that specific test and make sure that you know you eliminate that as potential reason why you're feeling all these you know types of symptoms so, yeah i like to also spread awareness about mm -hmm. it because it's so common but it's just so overlooked you know? that's good because i don't think a lot of people like generally even for myself to really think about oh i need to get that checked right because a lot of us assume well the doctor knows right but if that's not like an option or it's part of your, let's say your physical, yeah. you won't get that checked. Yeah, and that's sad because I think that if you can get something like that diagnosed, you know how to treat it. Yeah. Right? Because you know, you're living in this perpetual, like, just constant weight gain, constant feeling of And I also feel, you also feel like depressed at the same time. Mm. It just, it has this weird feeling on your emotions as well because your thyroid controls so many different things that you don't even realize it's a metabolism thing is um, mostly, but it's also other things that it controls. And so you feel this just depression and like, I even feel like myself, like that's my, mm. I just feel, I don't like once I finally got, it took me three years, like literally to finally feel like who I was before mm. I was diagnosed with So I, it's just something that I really urge people to really look into if you're feeling kind of off, go and get that checked out because it could potentially be that. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think that's important. Cause that can be, you know, a lot of us, like I said, may not know that. And it can be something, you know what, let me just check. Yeah. It doesn't hurt, you know? So what was the first, um, I guess, initial, I need to start losing weight? What was that thing that was, hey, I need to do this? Because a lot of people try and then they start and then they give up. So what was the thing that was like, that's it, I'm going to do this? I got tired of looking in the mirror and I seen what I wanted to see. Okay. Um, I look in the mirror, I see this belly and... You know, I uh, had a 32C cup, and, you, know, it was, <laughs> you know, it was just things, man, that was just bothering me. And I felt like as a man, too, I had this thing as a man in the house. If I'm a, if I have to leave my family in a way that I should live in my life, too. Mm. And my family be healthy. I wanted her to be healthy. I got to be healthy first. You know, mm. it's easy to get in shape. Your man looking good, you got to, oh, I got to get right. <laughs> That's so, true. 
Yeah. That was one thing. And then, second of all, I knew that this was a shell of myself. This is not, even what I am now, I'm still becoming what I'm moving forward to being. I still want more. So it was like, back then, like, this is what I want. So what can I do? And that really pushed me to go in the gym, start eating right, and become disciplined to mm. make this change. Okay, so what was your struggle in the beginning? What did you find that was like the hardest thing? What was your hump? Honestly, it's the diet. Yeah. You're so used to having like sweets, and you're so used to having carbohydrates. Like, right. The one, the one, the first thing I had to do was to learn how to get rid of the bread. Mm. Go to the pasta. Like things you don't even realize are like I didn't. I never knew that. Essentially, pasta is sugar. It's just yes. flour. Mm. It's broken down into sugar. And That's it. It's no. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. No for having pasta, it's good. It tastes great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, there's no health benefit from it, Not and I, ne I never knew that. I mean, you can switch, and then you can switch over to the wheat pasta, and switch over to like the chickpea pasta. I mean, it's all a variation of sugar, honestly, mm. and you don't even realize that. So the hard part is trying to learn how to uh, incorporate different things into your diet that replaces some of those sugary things that you're so used to because your body is just addicted to that to begin with, you know. And once I was able to get over that hurdle, then I was free to, you know, do the other things that I enjoy doing. Just exercise and fitness, and you know, but that's the hardest part. I mean, it's just the diet change. What did you learn about yourself during the process? I, you know what? I learned that I'm. I'm more dedicated, I have more dedication in me than I think that I do. Because mm. I remember starting off with my fitness pal the very first day. I'm like, if I can just get to 10 days, you know, mm. I'm good. Got to 10 days and I was like, okay, you know what? If I can just get to a month, I'm good. And so, to a month. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I think I can do this. Like, I can really stick with this. Because mm. I track my macros daily. Matter of fact, I'm on day 1554 of tracking. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, it's been four years. Of Good for you. And, yeah, so once I got to 50, I was like, why, why quit now, you know? So, yeah. Every day I've been tracking and tracking and tracking, but I never knew that I, would, I could be so dedicated to something mm. like that because that's just nothing I've never tried, you know? Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's what, you know, I feel like I learned about myself. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'd probably say the strength of not eating something that you crave. Mm. Like, you could put... Something I'm craving won't face me. You can actually, I can literally do it. I've done 38, 48 hour fast. Oh, wow. I can do further if I choose to. I just, unless I see a reason to, but I tell people, should I go and do 72 hours? I just don't do it. I just, I need to have a, I want to have a reason why I'm doing it. I'm not right. doing this. But I can, the discipline has came with me not having to eat something that's because it's in front of me. That's going away. I eat now because I choose to eat. It's not because mm. I'm like giving in to my cravings of being hungry. I'm crazy. I'll just, I'm good. That's why I love intermittent fasting so much. Okay. Yeah, that's what surprised me how strong I was towards my eating before. <laughs> you just give it and give it him. Yeah. What did you learn about each other? Oh. Good questions. I think I learned that. He can be extremely helpful, like more so than anything, like so supportive is the word I guess I want to say. Like there's 
Like, for instance, I do bodybuilding competitions, and I have to have a very strict diet to the point where I cut out almost anything that could be potentially tasty. <laughs> and so, in the same sense, he's like, well, you're doing it. I mean, I'm, I'm your partner, so I'm going to do it with you. And he doesn't have to. He can still be eating anything that's available to him as long as it fits into his diet. But he says, well, I'm going to sacrifice, and I'm going to do what you're doing at the same time. So... Um, I just never knew he had that level of support, you know? Like, I know you do, but, like, it's it's beyond what you have to do. You go beyond what your normal duties are. So that's what I said. I really oh, appreciate okay. that. That's awesome. right there. Awesome. <laughs> no, uh, I'd say is how impactful she is. Mm. I talked to her last night. She, my wife's content is so rich. Like, and she, usually it's hard for a person to be consistent, rich content day by day by day. You, you get, like, out of five you get one good content mm. but like every day she's like and she does it like shit for the morning for the morning young that's why she does it like it's so easy for her and like for me i'm like i can't give out that much content that much depth every day and be like exhausted tired for her she's like a normal day of waking up I'm like to me that's what i've seen with like her how she's affected so many people. Mm. I mean, there's even so many people that like well-known people who have liked her stuff, like who's like an oldest her. Mm. And like, dude, that's epic, dude. Mm. Like, that's, that's serious. Yeah. Yeah. So has this changed your relationship? Um, I would say our relationship definitely has become more beautiful. Like, like before, we were just like, let's, we first got messages work. Like, no, let's do what everyone else let's, does. Let's do what everyone else does. No, life is like chaotic. Like it's it's lonely because when you move to the top, the more high you go, the more lonely it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't get a lot of time with family like you used to. When you're trying to do an entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. you're it's just you and you and your partner most of the time. And we decided that was what we wanted to do together because we're like, as a man, a lot of times when you go higher up. You kind of can forget about your family. Like, mm. You kind of get distracted. I said, no, let's do it together because we both are on the exact same thing. And that's when we started coming up with ideas. It's just, just like our conversations at home. It's a business. It's business. <laughs> okay. But we get to, like, we try to have a time where I have date time, mm -hmm. try to squash that. But we're just so excited about what we do. Like, our life is totally, it's opposite. It's nightmare. Mm. It's flipped. So, yeah, we're, our marriage has changed. For the better, for sure. That's I mean, awesome. It was good, but yeah. now it's like, dude, this is like a life. We just have a lot of optimism for the future. I think the plans that we have and how we want to help people and impact people's lives. So it's always just it's bigger it's than us. Exciting. It's so much bigger than us. Before it was all about like praying and helping people spiritually. But now we can be able to manifest that in the physical for you too. And we learned that you can do the opposite. Instead of me trying to bring you towards this verse, I can actually bring it to you backwards. Make you more empowered through yourself. And that will make you brought yourself out mentally, spiritually, emotionally. So that's what it's been amazing. So tell me about your business. What birthed the business part? So essentially my business started because of my weight loss journey. I started an Instagram actually, 2015. I was like new to it and I didn't feel like there was a lot of ketogenic pages on Instagram. Um, this is three years ago. Now keto's extremely huge. Everybody's doing it, right? 
but ever since, before there really wasn't. So that's originally why I started my Instagram, was just to share my ketogenic journey, trying to lose weight. Um, from there, it kind of evolved to me sharing my exercises and showing people what I do, which was CrossFit at the time. And then I was like, well, you know what? I really like this more than just as a hobby. I was like, I, I, I really want to do more and try to get more people into this. And so that's kind of how I, I started Sedulously Fit, which focuses on the term sedulous means dedication and diligence mm. and so I kind of <laughs> related it to my own experience this is what I am I'm dedicated and diligent in my pursuit of fitness and so I was like other people share the same qualities as me so why not empower them and let them know that they can do the same thing and so I started giving like like free exercises you know letting people see what they can do and demonstrating how to do the exercises and also sharing recipes and mm. things that have helped me along the way and so that's just how I got into it and so now I'm into the point where I actually do people's meal plans and I help them out you know and I also write fitness plans for them and I do ketogenic coaching so it just mm. all kind of spawned into that where I, I just get to share all my experiences with people and help them to change their lifestyles <laughs> uh, I got mine uh, I've always cooking I've always been in the kitchen okay. uh, of course I got to the culinary field uh, was in the kitchen, opened up at the restaurant at the Mirror of Marquise. I uh, became a manager over a restaurant, still managing and all that. So, um, no, it's, I've always been in the kitchen. But I feel like people felt like eating healthy had to be uh, Boring. Mm. It had to be boring, it couldn't be tasty, it couldn't be delicious, it couldn't be hot. Mm. I'm like, yes it can. You gotta just know what to get. Everything is about cooking is paired. Mm. Everything is about pairing. Why does it matter if it's healthy or not? Sure. You can pair anything. So, um, that's where I like, let me create, like this name, food for one is a food for one is basically for me is creation. Mm. So it's food created for one mm. That's where I came up with that name. And it's like, People who win in life, they have to put certain foundations in place. Mm. And you gotta be creative with mm. Oh, if you win, it's okay, bet. So that's kind of where that, that win. And ever since then, we've just been diversifying myself, kind of like this, where, you know, I do, super, I do consultation now with that. I, uh, I give now recipes with that. I do recipes for every kind of diet, because every diet works, it's just what works for you. Mm. Um, and from there, it's just been now doing food nutrition now, so explaining what this does. Like, it's one thing to tell you, hey, eat your, eat your blueberries. Mm. Why should I eat blueberries? What are the antioxidants? What's the fiber? What, how does it help me out with inflammation? How does it help me out with sugar, with my blood pressure? All these things, so that's how I kind of got in mind, and it's just been, so as a couple, what advice would you give to another couple that's doing an entrepreneur business? Uh, I would say the number one thing to do, first of all, the number one thing to do, of course, is if you are, if you have a belief, if you have any kind of belief, whatever you do, make sure you pray and cover changes, first of all, mm -hmm. to make sure that y'all both go around the same path. I often know from that, I would say support. Support is everything. If you do not support your partner, it makes it heavier for them. Like Steve Harvey is saying in his life, when you're trying to carry a wagon up the hill, you need everybody on that wagon to be helping you push up the hill. Uh, some people just sit there and they're on a the wagon holding you, and it makes it heavy. You need everybody's support. Additionally, I would say, as a couple, find your niche 
know what you are trying to bring to the table to that's different from someone else in the business and go full force into what you feel like that's your gift is um, and work together as a team to achieve that. So don't um, be so focused on, okay, well, I have this idea and you have that idea, but you know, you do your thing, I do my yeah, thing, we and then we can come back together again. Now it's like, how can you intertwine your two ideas to both push your ideas forward? Yeah. So just find a common ground, that's the best way I would say. And But be good at what you do, because there's other people who have ideas, but your idea is unique to you. So, you know, just understand that you are unique and your, your gift is needed. So what advice would you give your beginner self now that you know what you know now? One thing is don't overwork yourself. <laughs> I would say that. When we first started this, I feel like we were definitely overworking ourselves really? to the point of exhaustion. <laughs> and this year, we're, we're, we're really stepping back and just saying, okay, we got to take time to relax sometimes. We can't be so into the business that you don't ever relax. And that's the first thing. And another thing is be patient and be ready to hear a lot of no's. I got, especially I got that from listening to Gary Vee, and we like Gary Vee a lot. Yeah, me too. But what he says is so true. There are a lot of people who will not like your product. A lot of people who won't receive your message. And that's okay. That's what's supposed to happen. Not everybody's going to want your stuff. But there will be people who really need you. And they will they will take what you have to offer. And they will listen to you and implement that. And that's you know what you're here for. So just be okay. Be patient. And your, your time is going to come. And that's what I have to say. I would say, and I think this is my, one of my posts. And it's kind of came from our experience, mm. which is a lot of people start off as the hair. Mm. Where when I say like the hair and the tortoise story, the hair started off fast. He's going real strong, mm -hmm. he's powerful, he's going, but he couldn't be consistent. He got tired. So let me take me a nap. What the tortoise do? The tortoise say, I'm gonna go at my own pace and be consistent. Eventually, what happened to us, Patrick got hair. Hair's still trying to rest. He's still hurry. Mm. And he won the race. The key thing that I've learned in the beginning itself is do things that you can be consistent at. Mm. Don't do things to be inconsistent. Because inconsistent, you won't never win the race. You will start, but you never won't finish. It's, it's great to start. There's a Washington State I love he said. He says, um, you have to be committed to start. Mm. But to win, you got to be consistent. So it's good to be committed. Because the hair was committed, mm. but he wasn't consistent. It takes both. You got to do both. So, like we said, take time to relax, take time to get your body right. Even Gary Vee does this. Let's say, watch him. Monday through Friday, he's like going from 8 a.m. I mean, 8 a.m. to like 11 p.m., going all day. Mm. But Saturday, Sunday, he's resting. No. And then Sunday, he does football games. So he's finding times to one day do what I want to do. One day, it's the time to rest, go back at it again Monday. Find ways to balance, balance. it. You can't be like mm -hmm. every day yeah. hitting, the, hitting the pavement because your body will be like, look at him, man. <laughs> going to shock. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Yeah, I've been injured from this past from doing it. Take time to rest. So, what is the top two tips you would share with anybody that's starting their fitness journey? Okay, <laughs> for starting your fitness journey, I would say, like I said before, number one, be patient because a lot of people jump into fitness and they want to say, okay, well, I've got to lose, you know, 30 pounds and I got to do it in a month. I'm like, no, 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 no. Guilty. Yeah. Because it takes time. Like, people.
people look at me and they're like, oh, you look amazing, you got to where you are. I'm like, it took you three years to get to this point. And I wanted to do it fast, just like you did too, originally. But then I found out it doesn't work that way. Everybody's different. Some people might drop 30 pounds in, in a month. Now that's, you know, amazing. But not everybody does that on, on average. And so just be patient with your journey. Um, embrace it and understand that it's a lifestyle. That's another thing. You're trying to create something that's going to last forever. You don't want to just do it to get it over with. And so that's the next thing. And then have fun with it. Um, find something that you like. You enjoy yoga or if you enjoy swimming. You know, find something that you can be consistent with and have fun with it. Like, I enjoy weightlifting. I can stay in the gym for four or five hours and lose time yes. and not even realize I've been there that so long. Serious. But some people enjoy running like that. They want to run four or five hours. Hey, find what you like and stick with it. What will help you to be successful and that's what's important. And that, that's my advice. Be patient and have fun. I did pick it back off but you have to run out to enjoy the process. Yeah. If you don't enjoy the process, you're going to be like, man, I'm tired of this and you're going to have to know what you need to do. Mm. You got to really find things like, I don't like running. But I love little jumping. Okay. So I do jumping like all boxing, the time. For instance. I yeah. like doing boxing. Yeah, I don't like to do boxing. So you gotta just find your kind of like it's kind of like big. You gotta find your niche and just do it. Like you like to do workout and be consistent with it. And now I would say second thing I would say is so for me being in food, uh, know what you're eating. Mm. Don't go off what people tell you in the box. Hey, it's fat free, but it's full of sugar. It's sugar free, but it's full of fat. You gotta understand your body type and who you are. Mm. Are you an ectomorph? Are you a mesomorph? Are you an endomorph? Those things matter according to what you've been eating. Understand mm. that the way you get your gains and fastest, not how much you work out. It's how you eat. Mm. Once again, I will say that one more time. <laughs> say one more time. How you eat. Yes, sir. Mm. So you wanna win, eat right. <laughs> I want to share that you guys, uh, I like your energy and the way you guys are as a couple. It's good to see, especially for black and brown people to see themselves, you know, that this is possible and this can happen and how to work together and kind of show that structure as well that, hey, we're out here doing things. And I was really happy to have you guys on because of that. And I've seen it at the gym and I'm like, look at her I'm doing all this like fitness stuff. Like you go because I, I like one of your pictures on his page. I'm like, she looks amazing, you know? And I know it takes a lot of time and effort. And what I'm learning from you guys is knowledge is the key out of all of this. It's really getting the knowledge, especially for food. Because I'm gonna be honest, I've done a lot of mistakes when it's come to the food. It's probably been my biggest issue. Trial and error for sure. So a, a lot of people, it's the same. It's like, for me, it's been the inconsistency. I'll start and I'll see some. But really, is that I don't know how to eat for me. That's really what it is. Because the fitness part is not the big thing for me. I can do it, even though I have some physical challenges. Like I have a bad knee because I was in a car accident a long time ago. Crazy because I still wear heels. <laughs> story. But, but I'm really, on what I'm learning from you guys is like, do your research and and if you're going to get involved in doing fitness do what you love because i think it does matter because if you're going somewhere and you're working out you're hating it i'm like i'm not gonna go i'm like that i'm not gonna do it it is it is because it's hard already it is the first step is hard already right because i'm like i don't feel adequate because sometimes people go to the gym they don't even know where to start 
You see the machines. You see everybody going it's on the scene. It is. Are you being stared? Like I'll give you an example. I went to a local gym around here. Yeah. That way. <laughs> okay. It was intimidating when I first started when I moved here. I was a lot heavier. And I was like, well, I don't really not don't know what the weights was going on, but I was intimidated because there were people there already muscle bound and they were already looking at me like, what are you doing here? Kind of in the way. So that becomes like, uh, I don't want to do this, you know? So I could see people going through that, you know? That's like the beginning of the year for a lot of people's our resolutions. And I say, don't make fun of people because maybe this is their start. This may be, they may go along with it, you know? It takes time. Yeah. You know how that feels. Like it's it's not easy no whatsoever, man. And and the system doesn't make it easy because every time you want it, there's a McDonald's, there's a box. Of oh, what? Yeah, yeah. You can go on and on and on. So true. There's so many traps yeah. <laughs> to stop you from reaching your goal. So yeah, it's even that in itself could be lonely because you go to your family, friends, yeah. house, everybody eating this, and you eating this. Yes. And then you say, Are you? Make, you guilt, make you feel guilty when you yeah. don't join in. It's like, this is not my lifestyle. This is not what I yeah. do. This is what I eat. Eventually, they eventually will. Submit, or we start, we start, we start getting results. Mm. Back home. Mm -hmm. They say, okay, you know what? This is what they want to do. They're getting results. Good for them. Nearly yeah. along. But in the beginning, they be like, you know, child, please, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> you know, so. I, I understand. Even like, for example, like a smoothie place around here. <laughs> yeah. It's the biggest mistake I've done. I didn't oh, know. Yes. Okay, so yes. I'm gonna share this story with you guys. I got this smoothie, right? I'm, I'll tell you guys off the air the name of it. And I did a little research because you know Fridays is five dollar Fridays, right? And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be complete my meal. I don't know what made me Google go over like everything. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yes. I said, oh my god, like everything. Easily over thirty grams of sugar. Yes. And that's going to be for a small You should only yes. have 15 grams of sugar max a day. A day, really? Yes. Wow. That's wow. one serving. Yes. And we're talking about, no, natural sugars, that's fine. Okay. And we're talking about like added sugars. Added sugars. Okay. In most smoothie places, oh it, it comes, the strawberries already are condensed sugar. Pureed with sugar. Oh. Already sugar. So wow. So you don't, yeah, you don't see it added because it's already in the container. Mm. So they add that, you know, and this strawberry is so sweet. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Sweet. So true. It's tasty. Yeah. You've never had a fresh strawberry. It's usually a little bit sweet. 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 Just a little. But you not taste more strawberry sweet. compared to the sugar. Right. Yeah. And that's you how know? natural strawberries are supposed that's to be. That's supposed to be. Not that yeah. super, super sweet. But I, I tell you, I started doing research and I was like, and I was doing it for a while, thinking like I'm just doing a um, meal replacement. I'm like, I don't have time. Yeah, I'm running around. Yeah. Oh, smoothie. I'm like, this is safe, you know? Yeah. All together. And I'm just like, whoa. But what you don't know is dangerous. Yes. Right? That's what I really started to understand, what you yeah. don't know. So in regards to, let's say, protein, what shakes is your thing? Like, what do you guys take specific protein shakes? So if I take in protein, it's usually from GNC and it's called Gold Standard Whey. And okay. I'll do, it has like two grams of carbohydrates per serving, which is still like 25 grams of protein. And it's pretty good. So I'll, I'll do that because I'm, I'm a low carb, low sugar diet basically. And that fits right into me, into my diet. So. And you? And for me, I get actually it's more protein from, from, from foods actually. Okay. I actually don't do any uh, shakes. Every now and then, I'll do a Quest bar. Okay. Um, and that's more so just something I can eat that's 
Because I like, I like to eat my food, not to drink. I'm not really a drink person. So I do a quick run like once a week or every two weeks. Just because I know it's helpful and um, it tastes good. It tastes good and it's sweet. So it has natural sweetness with it and all fresh fruit so it's not have sugar so I eat that sometimes mm-hmm. kind of get rid of my sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. With a little cheat codes you can do to kind of like stay good what you want without getting any of the side effects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mainly get my protein from my, my vegetables, my proteins. I eat certain dense vegetables. Like I eat a lot of I love cashews. And I don't eat a lot of cashews because you only want to do about one fourth of a cup of cashews per meal. Mm. Just because eating more than that is not good for your digestive system. It's oh, really? good, but it's not good to do overwork with that. Uh, I eat my meats only about six to eight ounces of meat per meal. Uh, and I do a lot of dense vegetables. Dense vegetables would be stuff like uh, watercress, mm. uh, greens, I do guacamole, I do uh, cauliflower. I do a lot of dense vegetables to help out with protein. That's where I get mine from. So how often do you eat? So I eat three meals a day, and I'll usually have maybe two snacks in between, one between breakfast and then one after. But I eat like a person that has to eat a lot of food because I'm doing the bodybuilding competitions. Mm. Now, I still think that a normal diet should at least include three meals a day and possibly a snack. One after breakfast around that time is usually good. For me, I do intermittent fasting basically every day. That's part of my lifestyle. So when my eight-hour gap time to eat, I just eat whatever I need to eat to get to my macros, and I'm done. So I start eating usually about 10 a.m. I start eating before 6 p.m. That's an eight-hour window. Is that what intermittent fasting is? Like, I really don't understand. I see it. Yeah. So how, how does that work? Sure. So intermittent fasting is... The basic is the lowest one, you go 14 hours without eating. Okay. And then the rest of the hours of the day, you eat. But you have to eat your macros. If you don't eat your macros, your body will do it, you're going to have to store fat. Mm. Your body will start saying, okay, you ain't feeding me enough. So mm-hmm. I'm going to store these pockets of fat so I'm going to feed myself throughout the day. So you have to eat your macros. What that does is it does several things. And I'll go a little more deeper on the fasting. The main thing people do is they do 16 hours without eating mm. and 8 hours of eating. Okay. That's the main thing. And that includes sleeping. So you're not okay. 16 hours is not, you know, all yeah. day. Exactly. Well, okay. you, know, you might be sleeping eight hours, and then yeah. so then four hours, you're, or six hours, you're yeah. not eating. Yeah. And you do what works for you. Like me, I'm a breakfast person. Mm-hmm. I love breakfast. So I'll start eating at 10 a.m. Okay. I eat my breakfast in, and then I eat my food, and I start eating at 6. The reason why I do it is it does several things for me. First of all, it helps your body break down the food that's already in your system. And then give it time to actually put it in the place. So when I say that, I want to build muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So by you getting rid of your food, your body goes to not put that muscle, food, put that energy of food in that muscle. Mm-hmm. You give them the time to not. Because when you're focused on constantly eating all the time, unless you're, unless you're eating the right portion size, your body's focused on energy, digestive food. Mm-hmm. So when you're just constantly, now if you're eating small portions of the day, that's different. Mm-hmm. Because now your body has time to digest it. People a lot of times they just eat more than enough in the meal, and instead your body focusing on reasonable for energy, it's trying to break down the food. Second thing is it actually helps out with your cellular body. It actually helps out with uh, basically your cellular count, reinventing your cellular count, make sure that you're healthy. It helps out with your immune system. Yeah, yeah so, uh, and then most of all, it actually helps out mentally. 
you have more energy because your body is boost is focusing on energy now. Mm. When you if you notice when you eat a lot, you sleep mm. you're tired. Yes, it's true. Your body is trying to break down energy. It's tired. When you don't eat as much, your body says, "Okay, cool. Mm. We got energy. The food's taken care of. We got the muscles. Let's go. It's ready." Mm. So yeah, it does more things than that, but I want to go on. So how has fitness changed your mental? For me, fitness is like my stress reliever. So I'm also a PhD student, and I'm getting my PhD in biomedical sciences. And I have to work out every day at least, because if I don't, I feel like just stressed beyond belief because it's already a pretty stressful job. And fitness is like my outlet. Um, and I just enjoy it. So it's like, as soon as I get done at the lab, I'm like, okay, I gotta go to the gym. And it's like, I can be free and I can have fun and I really enjoy it. So for me, it's just like my, my therapy. Uh, for me, I like working out because uh, it's kind of like meditation for me. Mm. Like, I focus on breathing a lot when I work out. So it helps me to work on my core, my energy. Uh, but most of all, I love it because I need my brain. Mm. If I say eating healthy is the key, mm. I can't be walking around. Like, <laughs> no, you can't. You get the advertising. Yeah, yeah. you can't be around because you got to beat your brain. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it keeps me motivated. And most of all, I love, I love working out anyway. So it's good. That's awesome. You guys are gems. So tell people how they can find you on social media. So you can find me first off on my website, which is www.sedulouslyfit.com. And you can also find my social media handles at sedulouslyfit on Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me at besedulous. And on Twitter, you can find me at sedulously underscore fit. Of course, uh, you can also find me at www.sedulouslyfit.com. My wife as well. We have our business show together. Uh, you can also find me at Food for Winners on Instagram. And Food for Winners also on Facebook. You can find me those uh, social media websites. All right, everyone. Make sure you follow these wonderful people. Um, you're going to learn a lot. I feel like I definitely learned a lot. So thank you for always tuning in. I appreciate you. And until the next time, have a good one. And one more thing, I can be reached at coffeewithcurls at gmail.com. You can find the podcast at Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. You can also leave me a message via IG at coffeewiththecurls. Um, I'm most active on there. And as always, I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in and sharing the podcast.